How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Welcome to Postcast. Jazz fall 88-79 to the Memphis Grizzlies. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can get this post-game podcast for you after every game here at Locked On Jazz. Subscribe on iTunes or your Android device. If you're not using your phone for your audio, you can get on the web at the 1280 Zone website or at weareutahjazz.com. All right, and we try to get it posted for you shortly after every game. So, Jazz lose their fifth game in seven nights on this road trip tonight to Memphis. The offense was not good. There's probably some small picture things to talk about. Big picture, I'm pretty unsurprised, un, you know, not really surprised. It'll be interesting to see we play them coming up in 20 days. We will have been home for a while. They will be the team playing on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, you know, if you tell me the, the Jazz and the Grizzlies are playing, my thought is, oh, it's a pretty even matchup. Oh, but by the way, you're going to be on the fifth game of a seven-night road trip, and you're going to be playing on a back-to-back. I'm going to be like, well, they're going to get us. But that, that's really what I thought I saw tonight. I, I saw the same thing, and, and I saw a tired team. I, I, they started to look tired, I think, in the second quarter, turning the ball over. I mean, just careless. And, and sometimes when you're uh, – David, when you're tired, I'm not making any excuses. When you're tired, you're mentally not in the basketball game. And, and you know, I thought – that, uh, to go along with that and the, the pressure defense that the Memphis Grizzlies put on the Jazz, I thought in that first half was something that wasn't ready for. You know, the Jazz offense has not been very good for a while. They were going in without George Hill for a while, but I mean, I think we're in the bottom five in the league in the last ten games. What are, are you seeing? Anything that it's hard to tell? We, you know, the easy answer is to say, okay, we're not healthy, guys aren't right. But let's let's try to figure. Maybe there's. You know, I think that you also can make a mistake by just dismissing something like that. Is there anything you're seeing that says to yourself, wow, offensively we still have got a little ways to go or there's some things that need to be fine-tuned? I think uh, the Jazz need practice with everybody on the floor, and I think they need a ton of it. Might not be able to get that this week. Uh, Better this week than any other. We play Tuesday, Friday. Uh, that, that's true. And then we play a back-to-back right on Saturday. Saturday, Friday, Saturday. So you got—I mean, you get a practice day this week, yeah. which frankly you don't usually get. Yeah, and, and so I, I think that's very, very important. Uh, there are some things I think the Jazz have to iron out. Now that George Hill is back, the game, the style of play changes a little bit. Um, meaning, you know, like Gordon, I thought early in the ball game didn't he hardly touch the ball. You know, is that something you want to make a steady diet of? Um, but you know, just things that I think the coaching staff needs to work out. Uh, to make this a, a, an efficient um, team that's, that's um, what am I looking for? I mean, that's, that's fine-tuned to the point where you, you go out there and play and, and everyone's on the same page. You, if you're down six going into the fourth quarter, you only have about a 25% chance to win a game, according okay. to win probability. If you're down 12 going into a fourth quarter because you allow a three out of a – time out of a set play and then turn the ball over and Vince Carter banks in a three, you only have a 7% chance to win a game. That was a fairly big sequence. 
That was a huge sequence that they had. What was that? A six point seven point swing. Six point swing. Six point swing had the possibility of be turning into a four point game. It went to twelve, so it'll be eight. Exactly. But really, a six that went to twelve. Exactly. And then I'm thinking also at the fourth quarter, at the end of the third quarter, when uh, they had that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. At the end of the third period. period. Yeah. And they had, that's, the game was over at that yeah, point. And I'm getting to the point. What I'm getting to is that the Memphis Grizzlies got the ball back at the beginning of the fourth quarter, which could have very well turned into, what, a nine point or a seven point somewhere in there. Well, that's the other one is actually the Jazz did a great job to open that fourth quarter. Memphis didn't score for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I joked on the air they were still on an 8-2 run. Because they're on an eight zero run to end the third quarter, and we only scored two points in the first three minutes. They were still, but that was another sequence where the offensive pro, the offensive inability to get rolling. You know, it's it's funny. We I think when we came in the year, we thought of this team. At least I did. Okay, you got George Hill can score, and Gordon can score, and Rodney can score, and Faves can score, and maybe Joe Johnson off the bench middle score, and Alex middle score, and Trey can score. So you shouldn't have a problem with it. It's interesting. Rod's not on his game right now. George and Gordon, I think, can still score. Derek's not really creating a lot of offense for himself. Uh, Rudy's creating offense for other people. Joe, I'm not sure whether he, I mean, he can score a little, but it's not as much as maybe I thought. So I wonder if Trey Lyles, who showed the ability to score late and is really shooting a three, whether he becomes more important to kind of get that offense going a little bit. You know, after the ball game, I'm looking at the stat sheet and I'm looking at playing. I'm looking at minutes and and and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, all these injuries, the Jazz are behind. As far as uh, being, this is 40 games they've played right now, and, and we're still searching for a, um, uh, a rotation, and you're still searching for uh, guys to be on the same page. There's a lot of guys on this team who've never played together, and and then you start looking, okay, minutes or whose minutes, who's going to get these minutes, who's going to get those minutes, and and I tell you, it's just it's it's going to be tough here for the next couple of weeks, I think, because I know they would like to work and see what Alec Burks and see where he's at. Uh, Trey Lyles needs to get more minutes out there on the floor. I know they want him to rebounding a little bit more. Than, than, I don't think he had a rebound here tonight. But you know, those are the things that, that players are going to have to shore up in order to make this um, a, a playoff team that can get to that second or third round. I don't know the Salt Lake Stars schedule coming up here, but it does seem like that's a resource that they might be able to have, not to play together the way you're talking about. But A.B. just... Let, I don't know if he'd be willing to do it. Maybe that's not something he does at this point of his career. But I would think that if I'm A.B. and they can say to me, hey, you know, we're going to have you just run. Like, you'll still play with us on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday, but I don't know if they play next week. But, hey, go run 30 minutes there tomorrow night instead of playing five for us. I think that would be benefit. And, and frankly, give him confidence because he'd probably kill people. He'd probably dominate. I mean, <laughs> and maybe even the same thing with Dante. I don't know where Dante is. But, you know, Dante's short on hours played with the, the year off of the ACL and the year off before the draft. I wonder – but there's some value to using that kind of program, uh, in, one as an injury rehab or just to give the guys that. It's not really the answer to what you're talking about. I thought there was, a, to go to what your point is, I thought there was a play tonight where Boris Diaw had the ball at the top and he worked it down to the paint and then he flips it to George Hill and runs to give him a pick. And George Hill kind of surprised and comes around and then he gets a free throw line wide open jumper and he's not really sure and he misses it. And that was a play where, like, Boris knew the whole time Hey, I'm going to work my guy into the post so that then when I go send or into the lane, so I'm going to then go get George and set a pick so that George gets an open free throw line jumper. George hadn't done it with Boris enough to know that that was coming. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about, how far behind we are. I mean, this this team is. And, and you look at the Golden State Warriors who haven't had a ton of injuries. Now, that's a very talented basketball team. And, and just how far ahead everyone is there, the Houston Rockets, I mean, they haven't had a ton of injuries. I think Capella might be the only one that's 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 out and, and – 
but the Jazz are just not there yet. I mean, they've added four new players, or the, the three new players, something like that, and they're just not there yet. And, and here we are halfway through the season, so there's some catching up to do. Well, the nice thing is that the eighth spot in the playoff is, race has been a bunch of guys that have taken a serious dive, so you can work on a little bit, but if you're trying to get four, five, six, and you, in that element of things, it's, it, these, these some of these losses hurt. Tonight's one that you got one in Memphis already this year. You're probably not going to win two here, so it's not a particularly big deal. Road trip, I think, went as anticipated. Two and three is is not too surprising. Uh, the idea you're going to lose in Portland and Toronto. Jazz have not won a get lot of games against plus 500 teams this year. Their record against plus 500 teams is pretty poor. That would probably be one to keep an eye on as we're moving into the second half of the season that probably needs to improve. Uh, for this team, they haven't played a lot of plus 500 games, and they haven't won many of them. That wraps up postcast for you, David Locke, along with Ron Boone here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.